Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. I missed all y'all last week. I was with some girlfriends in Minneapolis for the weekend and we had a ball, you know, nothing like girl time to solve all the world problems. So came back. We're having some construction done in our house. New windows, had to redo some drywall and some flooring and hardwoods and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm living in a snow globe (laughs) because that drywall dust and hardwood dust is everywhere. But I got a little bit of a reprieve by being out of town last week. And then I came back and I thought, okay, tomorrow's another day. I can start working on it as soon as they're finished. But oh my gosh, the the dust everywhere, you guys, it's amazing. We had a funny thing happen to our family yesterday. We had, you know, His Majesty, my son, Jonathan, who's 31 and is married. <clears throat> Excuse me. He had, he has a playroom and it's the bonus room above our garage. And that was his playroom when he was little. And then as he, as he got bigger, he's got this big TV in there and a and a um, big couch, you know, like a sectional and his piano and his guitars and stuff. Well, anyways, about 15 years ago, he threw his shoe at a bug that was on the wall. And part of the wall is in the eaves. So it slanted like this wall behind me. So he threw his tennis shoe at this bug that was crawling up the wall and it left an imprint of his tennis shoe on it. It kind of looked like a tire track. And so it's kind of been a joke in our family that, you know, people come into that room and they say, um, is there a, is there like a shoe print on the wall there? And we say, yeah, and here's the story. Well, it got painted over yesterday. He was so disappointed, you guys. It was hilarious. He said, Mom, how could you do that? That's part of our family history. I said, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. So the shoe print is gone after 15 years. I never cleaned it. I never washed it. I thought it was hilarious, but it's time to move on. A couple of other announcements before we bring in the callers. Number one, working really hard on the Angelic Attendant Training in Atlanta. You guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be one of the most magical, amazing weekends of your life. Come join us. We have so many surprises. We have people coming in from all over the country and even Europe that are flying in. And it is just going to be a blast. So for those of you that can't quite swing the training, 
What you can do is Friday night on November 3rd, we're going to do the show live, the show live, Ask Julie Ryan live. And if you're anywhere within, say, three hours of Atlanta, come in for that. Just come in for the show. You can buy separate tickets for that. They're not expensive. And then afterwards, what we're going to do is have a dessert reception in this glass ballroom on top of this hotel. And you get to watch all the planes landing from the Atlanta airport. They've got this outdoor patio. And this is on the top of the hotel. So it's really cool. But we're going to have a wonderful time. And again, if you're within the area, we have a special rate on rooms, so you can, you, we can get you a room. Just let us know if you want to spend the night. But if you're in the Atlanta area or you're within three hours or so, or even longer from Atlanta and you want to drive in or fly in or whatever, come in and join us for the Ask Julie Ryan Live, even if you don't want to do the training. It is going to be amazing. So keep that in mind. Lastly, it is the first Thursday of the month, so you know what that means. We are going to have a winner, and I'm going to announce it in a little bit, so stay with us for that. But in the meantime, Chris, let's go ahead and go to the phones. Hi, Mary. Hi, Julie. So nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Where are you located? Currently, I'm in Huntley, Illinois, but... I'm not from here. I'm staying here visiting my friend's best mom, my best friend's mom, who's not doing well. Oh, well, yeah. how sweet of you to come see her. Is she a childhood friend? My best friend from first grade, and her mom was like my second mom. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you helped me a lot with my own mom when she passed last year. Wonderful. Tell me about that. Tell everybody about that. Well, last year, my mom was um, in hospice and she was in a nursing home. She was declining. And I just wondered what was going on with her. And I read I read your book about um, about the about passing, about what exactly happens when we pass away. And it was so funny, Julie. Um she was pointing at things. She was seeing people. She saw my dad sitting next to me. She was looking up in the corners. It's almost like just what you said. Like I knew there were people around us and it felt amazing. And I was so happy for her. So it gave me so much comfort just to listen to you and read your book. And as I was going through it, I could give her comfort because she did not want didn't want to die. She didn't want to she was afraid to die. She was afraid of going to hell. And um I brought in a couple of people that could help her. Um some a couple of priests came, but then luckily one of the priests said kind of what I was hoping he would say like don't worry. You're going to a beautiful place. It's okay. You can let go. And if it, and um I just feel joy for her. I miss her, but I feel joy for her. And you helped me a lot. So thank you. Oh, thanks for letting me know. I, I hear that so often from people. And the interesting thing about it, Mary, is before we knew this, myself included, before I saw it with my own mother, we would have just thought that she was hallucinating. 
we would have thought, oh, it's just it's just the morphine or or her brain's shutting down, which it is, or something like that. But but as the person gets closer and closer to death, it's like they got one foot in this reality and they've got one foot in the spirit world. And so it makes it into a glorious experience that's mixed in there with the heart-wrenching part of it, you know, that we're losing somebody that we love. Right. But I was I was at peace letting her go because she had been in torment most of her life. She had extreme traumas most of her life. And she was in pain mentally, physically, every kind of way. And she was going on to like, she was seeing happy people. She was seeing friendly people who couldn't wait to see her. And she just wanted to go home. She wanted me to get her shoes. She wanted me to take her home right now. Yeah. So yeah. How could I deny her that? Whole, you know, how could I? Whole... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, just how could I deny her that? I'm just happy for her, you know? Absolutely. And and that helps you with your grieving as well and the other family members too. And and especially when you know that 90% of people at the end of their lives see the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets. I love it when woo-woo catches up with, when science catches up with woo-woo because woo-woo's been around a long time. And that's the whole reason why I, I even wrote the book. And, and after I saw the 12 faces of transition, my spirit guide, Pope Clement VI, said, you need to teach the world what happens when somebody dies because it's been so bastardized and people are scared to death, literally. And I and I first told him, Mary, I said, I'm not doing that. I'm a businesswoman. I'm not doing that. People think I'm nuts. He's like, yeah, yeah, just get on with it. But, but you and just really, truly thousands of others have written to me and talked to me and said, oh my gosh, you know, it made it so much better, not only for my loved one who was dying, but for the rest of the family. It did. Well, I don't know about the rest of my family because nobody else really believes. I can't really talk about it with anybody, but for me, for sure. And also I lost my son in uh, to suicide a few years ago. And that's a totally different thing. But I feel like he's at peace too because of my learning with, you know, you helped me with him too. And I, I'm here still going, still living. Wonderful. God bless you. Yeah. Well, how may I help you this evening? Thanks for sharing all that. So, yeah, yeah. My uh, friend's mother, her name is Sheila. She is in the hospital right now with um, second cancer, let like she had cancer like last year, thought it was in remission and now bang, a new kind and it's not looking good. And she's just on the cusp of palliative care or hospice. Continue with fighting with chemo or not. And my friend doesn't believe, like I can't talk to her about any of this, but I'm wondering how I can help that's one question. But my other question is how, yeah, what insight can I give my friend since she really doesn't even believe in an afterlife? And how, how close is Sheila to, to passing and how can I comfort her? She's in phase nine. Sheila's in phase nine of the 12 phases of transition. So she's in her, you know, the last quarter of it. 
So Sheila, my three questions, are you ready to go? She's saying, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need to get my affairs in order? So do you, have you talked to, what's your girlfriend's first name? Sherry, have you talked to Sherry about that? Does she have a will? Does she have like her estate stuff in order? Do you know? I will ask. I'll find, I'll just find out. I'll just find out. Knowing her, she probably does because she's a lawyer. She's really smart. She's on it. But I'll still ask. Ask on that. The other thing is, uh, so Sheila, when you die, do you want to die at home? She's saying yes. She wants to die at home. Uh, do you want host, Do you want to be on palliative care? She's saying she doesn't think so, but she wants to think a little bit more about it. She doesn't think so. The thing I can recommend to Mary is I interviewed a woman. Oh gosh, it was a couple of months ago. Named Suzanne O'Brien. I don't remember what the episode number is, but if you just go on AskJulieRyan.com or go to your, wherever you download podcasts or on YouTube, just look for Suzanne O'Brien and she's a death doula. You know, they have birth doulas, they've got death doulas too. And death doulas are the conduit between the family and the hospice workers. And they really help with getting all the affairs in order and making sure the person's comfortable and that kind of thing. Because hospice can't be there as much as the death doulas. Hospice is regulated by insurance. Death doulas are not. Oh, okay. Which is a good thing. So uh, I believe it's doulagivers.com or .org. Okay. Try that, doulagivers.com or .org. But find that episode, Suzanne O'Brien, and listen to it and see if it makes sense for your friend to listen to it. The other thing is you may want to get a paperback copy of my book and just leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. That happens. That happens a lot when people will leave a copy of the book and then the person will look at it and they'll they'll kind of page through it a little bit and they'll see that there are the diagrams in there of how the angels are positioned and the deceased loved ones and it piques their interest. You know, God works in mysterious ways. So I would do that because you can get it the next day on Amazon and and just order one and just leave it there. You don't you don't even have to make a big deal about it. Just just set it someplace. After you know, so that she'll find it when you leave, and it it's really it's a good strategy. Somebody it might help somebody in the family. Yeah, well, I I get that it's going to help Sheila. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, it'll help her. So, you are a sweet friend to be there to help. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And yeah. you're very wise and. I really, I just, I love listening to you. So thank you. Oh, thanks so much for calling in, Mary. Sending you a big hug. You too. Thank you. Hi, Jack. Hello. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing just fine. Terrific. Where are you? I'm in uh, Clarkston, Michigan. Okay. Where's that? Uh, about 60 miles north of Detroit. Okay. Terrific. 
Well, thank you for calling in and joining us this evening. Do you have a question for me? Um, well, I, I'm pretty sure I'm on track, but I don't know to what. Uh, my wife passed August 6th, and um, I had done a lot of research and near-death experiences and things like that. So I, I know she's she's good. She's in a good place. And um, And over my life, a lot of things have happened that I didn't expect. And then I had to work it out. And things that I shouldn't have been able to work out, but I, I'm pretty sure I was helped. So, um, yeah, I look back, God has a sense of humor. and uh, Exactly. So do all the spirits. You are so right. It does, yes. It's really punished me a lot. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm kind of wondering what you see, My maybe even a spirit guide or whoever you know, directs you, you know, might give me a little clue, you know, maybe a name or something of someone I might encounter or, um, you know, is that in line with what you do? Sure. I'm a buffet of psychicness, Jack. So, you know, you connect just spirit, you can do it all. Uh, and not just me, I learned how to do this stuff. And this is what I teach people how to do all over the world. So are you interested in your path as far as a new love interest, as far as your career or where you're going to live, or can you kind of segregate it down? Can you, can you be more specific about the information you're, you're searching for? I'm retired. I do have, you know, resources. I'm in good health. Uh, you know, 69. My wife was uh, 73 when she passed at last. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really uncomfortable. I, I've been married since 18, so I've like never dated. So I don't know if I'm looking for a love interest or, you know, I, I believe we're here to create love, embody love, you know, and, and you know, create relationships and things like that. Um, yeah, I just, um, you know, I figure something's going to happen, but I'd like to have a little advance notice this time if possible. Okay, about a love interest, is that what I'm hearing? Okay, we could try that. I, I don't, you know. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me what you want to know about. All right, well, all right, we'll make it a love interest then. See if you can, if okay. you see anything like that. Okay, all right. So, uh, I, I always tease my husband, Tim, and I always say, honey, and he's 10 years older than I am, Jack. <laughs> I say, honey, if I get hit by a bus, because I'm so much younger and um, and I'm in heaven, there are going to be sweet ladies lined up around the block with a casserole in hand waiting to feed you and go out with you. And he just laughs. And so I'm saying the same thing for you, Jack. Have, do you have friends and friends of family that are, you know, that are trying to feed you that want to invite you to things? Has any of that started yet since your wife passed? No, no, no. I haven't mentioned that, you know, that that would be an option at this point. So my wife who passed, they introduced me to her, you know, 43 years ago. So, yeah, there you go. So will you meet somebody if you want to is what I'm getting. But you got to take action. You've got to you got to put yourself out there. Let your friends know that you're 
interested in meeting somebody. And a lot of people, Jack, are going to say to you, oh, Jack, it's too soon. Well, you know, at 69, what are you waiting for? What the heck? You got some really good years ahead of you, but not 60 more years, probably. So I think follow your heart. If you could do absolutely anything you want and money would never be an issue, what would you do? What's the first thing that comes in your head? Well, what I'm doing right now is uh, I've got my son all squared away, homes paid off, things like that. I'm working on my daughter right now getting her home paid off and, her, you know, getting her out of debt because I, I see some economic hard times coming. And so I want to be uh, able to weather that. And that's what I'm doing. Okay. So if you could do anything for fun and money would never be an issue, what would, what's the first thing that comes in your head? What would you do? I'm not trying to be uncooperative. It's just that I've always had always had at least two jobs. I've worked a lot since I quit high school to go to work because I didn't drink, smoke, or do drugs, but, you know, uh, I had a baby on the way. <laughs> so it's off to work, that kind of situation. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm kind of looking for some direction. I'm going, you know, is there... Well, you're the... You're the only one that, that's going to know that. If you could do anything for fun, what what would be the first thing you would do? You had a magic wand or I have a magic wand and I'm going to wave it. And whatever you can think up to do for fun, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Um, you know, it would probably be to get a job. I'm sorry. <laughs> get a job doing what? Um, it... it you know, I've had quite a few different jobs. I don't, um, and like I said, I've been thrown into positions that I was nowhere near qualified to handle. And um, and I was successful in, and so. Uh, okay, all right. What just came in when I was asking you what kind of job was the lumber industry? Is there a lumber industry near you? Um. Not really, other than maybe you know, consider a Home Depot or something like that. Yeah, I get that they're the lumber industry in general. And you don't have to, not as a lumberjack, but somebody that's involved in some aspect of the lumber industry. And, you know, these days you can live a lot of places and not have to be in the headquarters. This remote work is a lot. But I get that you need to be around people. You're a you're somebody that they would call a people person. And so that's why it feels so out of sorts for you because you you thrive off of a, being around other people. So find something that sounds interesting and what the heck, dip, dip your toe in it and then go from there. But I've heard four times look in the lumber industry. Okay. So that's a place for you to start. And the other thing, the way that this works, Jack, is where we're led, like look in the lumber industry, it may be that you go online and you just look, just do an internet search on lumber companies hiring or or lumber companies in your area 
maybe within a two or 300 mile radius, just for a place to start. And you know how when you go on one website and then you're led to another website, another website, another website before long, you're like seven or eight websites out and you don't even remember how you got there. That's how it works. You take a step, you're going to get a thought that's going to come into your head and it'll be like, okay, click on this site and then you will. And then you're going to get a thought, hmm, maybe I'm going to look and see if they have any jobs available. And maybe I'm going to look on LinkedIn or maybe I'm going to look here. Or maybe I'm going to look there. You're going to be led every step of the way. And remember, it's going to be a thought that comes into your head instantly as fast as you can snap your fingers. And if it feels bad, if you get a feeling like, oh, this feels, this doesn't feel good, that's your GPS, your internal GPS system that's leading you. There's some kind of fear coming up. May be warranted, may not, but that's that's a place to start. And I do get that you're not going to be single for very long. Whether you get married again or not, I believe you are going to have a love interest. That's what I'm I'm using air quotes for those of you that are just listening. There's there's going to be somebody knocking on your door with a casserole and hand jack. I see. I promise. Yeah. So good luck. Let us know what happens. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for calling. Looks like our next caller is Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ooh, come join us in Atlanta. That's only a few hours. More than a few, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> it's quite a long drive. I've done it several times. Well, good. Well, do you have a question for me? I do. Uh, do you? It's kind of about uh, different kinds of mediumship, uh, evidential versus physical. Uh, do you think it's possible to uh, do both, or do you think focusing on one makes the other less effective? I'm not sure I know what physical mediumship is. What is that? Uh, where you actually uh, sit with sitters in a circle and produce phenomenon. Oh, eh. whatever. You know, whatever floats your boat. I think that spirit communicates in a multitude of ways. I think that it's uh, it can be through symbols, through moving objects. Spirits have the ability to do that, to thoughts that come in our heads, sentences, phrases, things like that. I don't get wound up on the different forms of all of that stuff. I just think that's being in the weeds get stuck in the weeds. It's like, who do you want to talk to? We think of um, it tunes our satellite dish head to their frequency. Every spirit has a frequency they keep throughout all their lives. And you ask them a question or you say something to them and they're going to answer you. And it's kind of come in as soon as you can snap your fingers or before instantly. That's how you know that's from your deceased loved one or the or the spirit with whom you're communicating. And sometimes it comes in before. You even finish the thought because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time's a human creation. So I, I you know, clairaudient, clairsentient. I, I don't even know what some of them are. I don't. I don't even pay any attention to them. It's just like, who do you want to talk to? You think of them. You got them on the on the line. Two way radio is open. Boom. 
you're right there. You don't have to meditate for an hour first or twirl three times and raise your left foot and your right hand. None of that is necessary. You know, all that stuff is like, in my mind is like mumbo jumbo for the show. Uh, I'm a businesswoman. Who you want to talk to? Boom. Let's get them in. You want to talk to Judy Garland? You want to talk to Elvis? You want to talk to George Washington? You want to talk to your dead grandma? It doesn't matter. Your cat? Just think of them. They immediately come in. Does that answer your question? It does. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. We do the show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. If you want to join and call in and ask a question, all you have to do is just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com and you will be placed in the queue. And I'll get to see your cute face and I'll get to, to ask you what your question is and then we'll see what the spirits and beyond have to say about it. This information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and anywhere you download podcasts, also on YouTube, and we're also on Alexa, and we're on uh, Audible, and we're on a bunch of places. So just go to AskJulieRyan.com and go to the show page, and you'll get all that information. So let's see what else. We always put a note, a reminder up on all my social media each week just to say, hey, it's Thursday. If you got a question, call in and join us so you can do that. And I also send out a a blog each week, usually on Thursday morning. Again, part of that is to remind you if you have a question, call into the show, but also it's a question somebody has asked. And then I answer that question. That's another way you can ask a question is just submit one online on the Ask Julie page. And one is chosen each week. So we can do that. Be sure and sign up for the weekly newsletter when you're there. Uh, Let's see what else. You can also schedule an appointment with me. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. And all of this is at AskJulieRyan.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, share the show with your friends and family. And, and, uh, you know, then we'll let you know when a, when a new show starts or when it's available. We release the interview shows on Tuesday mornings and a new one every Tuesday morning. And then we release the call-in show on Friday mornings. So my team works really hard overnight to get the show done quickly after we record it Thursday night. So AskJulieRyan.com is, you can find anything you need there. Here's our question this week. It's from Marianne, and Marianne lives in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And she says, Dear Julie, my very good friend is experiencing nightly paranormal visits in his dreams and sometimes wake states. He's at a loss where to turn. The situation is disturbing his sleep and is exhausting him. He's had a recent normal brain scan. I laughed when she put that part into her question. She went on to say, what's the best way to connect with you to see if you can be of help to this very kind man? Thank you in advance for your time and consideration, Marianne. And here's my response. Hi, Marianne. Sorry to hear your friends missing out on sleep due to paranormal activity. Spirits often visit us when we're sleeping because it's the easiest way to communicate with us. 
it's been my experience that everybody is made in the image and likeness of God in spirit, and our natural vibrational state is extremely high. When our spirits are attached to a body, the vibration is slowed due to the body's mass and the various states of stress, fear, and negative emotions we can experience throughout the day. As we sleep, our bodies return to their preset high vibrations, the vibration of spirit, kind of like factory presetting. You'll see on your computer or something else. This is the same thing. We all get our vibration back to the Factory pre factory is heaven, preset vibration. So when our vibration is set to the spirit frequency, it opens a communication channel similar to a radio TV or TV station or two-way radio. That's what I was talking about with Gloria, our, our caller, that we can communicate with anybody you want, whether you know them or not, is irrelevant, doesn't matter. I went on to say, since spirits are always a high vibration, they don't communicate on the I feel crappy channels because the vibration is too low. So when we're awake and we're in a mood, you're not going to get spirit communication because it's like you're tuned to the country music station and the spirits communicating on the classical music station. You got to change the channel. Got to raise your vibration. Furthermore, in his book, Waking Up to the Dark, Arthur Clark Strand discusses how, prior to the invention of electricity and the light bulb, all humans woke up during the night to communicate with spirit. I never knew that. I actually interviewed Clark too. So if you go back and you look on all the Ask Julie Ryan shows, you will see an interview with Arthur Clark Strand. And we talk a lot about how people are so used to sleeping through the night and they think it's a bad thing. And he said, it's, it's, human nature, it's natural. It's just since we have electric light bulbs in our homes now, and it's light, the body doesn't know it's time to go to bed. But before we had electricity in the light bulb, everybody would go to sleep when it got dark. And in the middle of the night, they'd wake up and that that's called the hour of God. That's when people would communicate with God and their spirit guides and their deceased loved ones and all of that. I had never heard that before, talking with Clark about it. So I went on to say, now, having said all that, here are some suggestions for your friend. Number one, before falling asleep, have him ask spirits to communicate with him after he's rested, just before he wakes up. And you can also ask spirits, like if you have a loved one that's deceased, you can say, hey, meet me in my dreams. Let's go to Tahiti or wherever. And they'll do that. So he can ask the spirits to wait and communicate with him as he's awaking. So it doesn't disturb his sleep. Number two, have him learn how to control communicating with spirits while he's awake. That way, his spirit posse could get information to him without disturbing his sleep. And lastly, ask him to consider taking one of my classes. In them, he'll learn the spirit communication skills that will permit him to sleep like a baby. Again, AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see the information there. I do have an online class that's self-paced and easy to do, and you'll be able to, anybody that takes it, you will be able to communicate with spirit, and all my classes have live practice sessions. So that's really the key. That's when you get really good is when you do the practice sessions. So thanks so much, 
for submitting that question. And I hope that helps your friend. Looks like Kelly's next. Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? I'm terrific. How are you, girl? Well, I'm, I'm better now. <laughs> better now I'm getting. Oh, thank you. Oh, where are you located? I'm in Spring, Texas. North. Okay, where's that? North of Houston, Texas. Okay. Suburb. Yep. Terrific. Well, welcome. You got a question for me? Thank you. Yes, and I'm so glad the timing is perfect. I have a doctor's appointment on the 10th, but um, I had a cataract. This is this is having to do with the healing, but I had a, a cataract in my right eye uh, replaced on June 28th and uh, thought everything was going along, and, and I never, I, I still had distortion in my right eye, but it was like a wavy kind of thing. And so um, anyway, after going to, doctors a few more times and then they sent me to a retina specialist um i have a what's called a macular hole and um and so they want me to do a vitrectomy which goes into um to fix it and i can kind of explain that to you if 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 you'd like um please do please okay (laughs) because i never I'd never heard of this. It turns out that this this situation, this macular hole, one in a hundred thousand have this problem after cataract surgery. It's not <laughs> super common. And lucky me. <laughs> so anyway, um, so anyway, the mac this vitrectomy. Um, you have this vitreous in your eyeball that it's like a, a jelly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, what it does is it removes that and and they're going to remove some tissues on the surface of the macula which is behind the eye and they're going to inject in my eye uh, a gas bubble and so i have to spend two or three weeks face you know with my head completely down while this i guess does what it needs to do but it, it has to do with that but it's a it's a distortion in the very center of my right eye so I was really hoping um, you could do a, a look and a healing uh, on my right eye and like I said it's behind it's uh, when they showed me the picture of it with the scan it kind of looked like one of those ant farms with different levels <laughs> But like the macula looked like this, and it had it had some tissue that was like a cone that was attached to the eye, causing the you know what it looked like was causing the distortion. But um, I'm at the point where I'm I'm just out of options. So, oh my goodness! Well, I'm so sorry. How's your left eye? My left eye uh, is good. Um, it's, I've got the beginnings of a cataract, but nothing happening there as far as I know, thank goodness, because I'm not ready to do the second one. Um, I bet. Yeah. Be a little yeah. I, the first one. All my parents had, you know, my parents had this, my friend, I, I've never heard of anything like this, but I thought it would be great if you could take a look at it, see if you see anything or can do anything, you know, 
I, I would really appreciate you having a look in there. Absolutely. Your parents had cataract surgery and it went smoothly? Smoothly. Although my yeah. dad, uh, my dad is estranged from my sister and I, but uh, the last time we saw him, which was like 12 years ago at a wedding, um, he said he had mac- that macular degeneration. And I did hear that that can be uh, genetic. And so, yeah, my mother did not have that. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get you on my radar. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Spring, Texas, into Miss Kelly, and then I'm going to have a hologram of her in my mind's eye, and it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Something will be identified. In this case, I'm going to go right into your eye, and I will watch a healing happen. It's spirit working through me and with me to help facilitate healing. And so I'm going to describe it to you, Kelly, in detail. And I want you to envision what I'm seeing and describing. And then everybody listening, I want you to do the same because whether you're listening live, whether you're listening three weeks from now, it doesn't matter. Even if it's after you've had a procedure, Kelly, it's still that energy all goes towards healing. So we're we're working together to help you and to help facilitate healing for you. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, and to you in Texas. And I close my eyes just because I can really get a good view of what's going on. And then I'll open them here in a second. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. All right, I'm looking at your eye from behind. I'm in your right eye. What I'm watching is I'm watching the macula get sewn on. It looks like it's loose. It looks like it's not attached in all of the areas. Now, Again, spirit communicates in symbols and phrases and words. So these analogies that I talk about are to give us a human frame of reference for this energy healing. And you can't see it. It's not like you can see when skin's growing back either. It's not like we, you know, we can see Western medicine principles either, but we just know that the body part heals. So I'm watching it get stitched back on. Again, it may be a metaphor. And then what I'm watching is I'm watching stem cell energy get put on it, Cal. And stem cell energy looks like a light amber color gel, has sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel in the 60s and 70s. So that was a thing when I was a kid. You may not be old enough to remember it, but it was a a thing. (laughs) And and as Jack was saying, spirit has a sense of humor. They sure do. When they first started talking to me about dippity do, I said, I haven't thought of that stuff in 50 years. What the heck? They said, yeah, but it's funny and people know what it is. I said, all right. So dippity do it is. And My mother loved dippity do. Oh, isn't that hysterical? And the name's even fun to say. Terror. And I have long memories of dippity do and sitting under the bonnet hair dryers you remember those that that were like a shower cap and and reading the sears catalog <laughs> and circling what you wanted for christmas probably right there you go yeah we all we all did that that in the pennies catalog too we're dating ourselves kelly i, I know i know 
And so I'm in there. So there's a vortex spinning outside of your eye, in front of your eye. And that centrifugal force, that spinning is what transforms the stem cell energy into new body parts. This stuff is so cool. It will regenerate any body part we need. It will even regenerate body parts from scratch. Sometimes I'll see a mold, like a jello mold almost, or a plastics mold, and the stem cell energy would go in there and it'll regenerate a new liver or kidney or whatever we need. So it's very, very cool. All right. So I'm watching that. It's all coming together. It's like, you know, those puzzles that are made out of wood that little kids and babies can use where one thing fits into another thing that fits into another thing, like those nesting dolls, those Russian nesting dolls you'll see at Christmas time. Yeah, that's what I'm watching is I'm watching from the back. It's like a piece goes, gets clicked into a piece in front of it. And then that piece gets clicked into the piece in front of it. And then again, it just happened three times. So I'm watching that. All right. So now what I'm watching is I'm watching stem cell energy get put around the iris, the colored part of your eye. Like imagine having a crazy glue applicator, those little with that little tiny point. The nozzle is really pointy and it's really small, but I'm watching stem cell energy get put around there. And then it's encompassing the whole lens. So that's your new intraocular lens that was put in during your cataract surgery. The lens is still good, but what's happening is the lens is being integrated more completely into your eye itself is what I'm watching. So that's happening. Okay. So you have peripheral vision in that eye now? Um, uh, yes, I would say I do. It's just that everything in the center is like when I'm reading, everything is kind of wavy, almost almost like looking right. through a fishbowl. Right. Because w- when I'm looking through your eye from the inside out, it looks to me like the peripheral vision is okay. So if you turn your head, you can see things more clearly out of the peripheral vision. Is that what you're experiencing? Yes, yes. I sh- I'm okay there. It's just the dead, the dead center. Dead center. That's what I'm seeing too. All right. So that's being worked on right now. Okay. You know, the, that little plastic mm, piece of plastic that if you get a new phone, you peel it off the screen of the phone. It's really thin. I just watched that get peeled off the front of your right eye. <laughs> like, like you got a new phone that's peeling that. So I'm watching that happen. All right. Now I'm watching your eyes get balanced. It used to be that when we'd get a new car, sometimes you'd have to take the car back into the dealership to get the headlights balanced because they were up too high or one was up higher than the other one. That's what I see happen on the eyeballs in these healings that I get to watch that are so much fun to see because... You know, it's always something new. I do see some standard things. So now your eyes are getting leveled. And I, again, spirit communicates in symbols. The leveler that a contractor would use to make sure a two by four was level. 
I see that put in between both of your eyes <laughs> to be sure your eyes are level. So got that going on. All right. I appreciate that. I'm holding, I'm hoping the left one hangs in there a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll look at the left one too, if you want me to real fast. So, all right. It's still, the vortex out in front is still spinning. spinning. Oh. The, the interesting thing about the, the vortex, Kelly, is here's my take on it. Every cell has a nucleus. Every nucleus is surrounded by cytoplasm, which is a watery gel. Cyto, you know, what's dippity do? It's a watery gel. And our bodies have a centrifugal force that spins that causes the cells to divide and replicate to the tune of billions of them a day. I think in these healings, what I'm watching, I believe, what I'm watching is the body doing that just in warp speed. And so that's what's happening with the healings. So that's what's going on there. Julie, I feel, I feel in, and I swear to you, I feel like it's warm on this side on, on my eye. It's, it's like when you were doing that, it felt like warm. Right, right. Cause that's the energy that's being sent to you. And then, and then you're integrating it into your body because nobody heals anybody else. We all heal ourselves. Any, any medical provider, any doctor, any surgeon, you're, they're helping you heal yourself. And that's what I do as well. It's spirit working through me and with me to help facilitate healing. All right, let me look at your left eye really fast. I'm seeing a little bit of cloudiness on the left side of your left eye. Is that where you're experiencing it? Well, the last time I saw this scan, which was uh, it was when all it was this summer when all this was going on, the the cataract looked like it was at the top. Um, okay, it looked like the reference of it was at the top, but the one on the right was so weird. And uh, last August, it was the same way, but in this started in like uh, Feb, uh, end of January, February. It grew that fast in my right eye. Oh. So the last time I saw uh, the scan, it was kind of at the top, and it looked like it looked like uh, the, if you remember the blob, it looks like the, uh, like a green blob that's just kind of hanging around at the top, and it hasn't come down mm-hmm. in the center of the eye. When I look through the left eye from behind, I I see cloudiness on the left side of your left eye, and so what I'm watching is I'm watching that lens get taken out and I'm watching a new intraocular lens get put in one little stitch on the outside, the left side of your eye. And then I'm watching your, your vision clears up. I'm also what I'm watching too, spirit will do this while they're, while we're in there, let's just tweak a couple more things, right? While we're in there. And so what I'm watching, Kel, is I'm watching the muscles in the back of your eye get tightened. And that's for close-up reading. That's when, oh, as, we, yay. as we age and we need cheaters just to read, that's what's happening. So we're bringing in the muscles. Those are getting tightened so that you're going to be able to, to um, read more easily. Yeah. So please let us know what you decide to do. And... The healing has already happened. I get that if you decide to do the surgery, that it's going to be it. It's going to be great. It's going to go well, and you're going to do just fine because the healing's already happened on the energetic level. Now it's just 
if you decide to do that. Um, it's just going to be outside. Much, I feel much better. I'm blessed that I got on your show tonight. I did ask my spirit guides. I said, if there's any way you, you know, if this can happen, I just, I manifested it because <laughs> of wow. the time frame. but uh, thank you so much. You are so welcome. And thank you to your spirit guides. I, I got to tell you a fast story. There, there was a client that I had a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. And he called me, he said, he said, uh, I said, well, how did we get introduced? And he said, my mom told me about you. I said, oh, have I talked to her? Who's your mom? He said, no, you haven't talked to her. She's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> I said, okay, well, how did that work? And he said, she told me in a dream, you need to talk to Julie Ryan. And, and he said, and I said to her in the dream, who in the heck is Julie Ryan? And and he said, so I looked you up online the next morning and here I am. So, you know, spirit sends people to me and it's really fun when that happens. I don't doubt it. My mother, who's been gone since the end of 2017, she she probably had a hand in it too, knowing her. So everybody was helping me out tonight. So I'm I'm really grateful, very grateful. You're you're awesome, Julie. Happens. Let us know how you're doing. Hey, I will do that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. Hi, Lori. Hello. How are you, my girl? Good. Got your book. Read that. I was so excited. I've watched so many of your podcasts and all of it. Um, we're in the outskirts of Seattle, Washington. Okay. Who's your boyfriend? Say it again. I'm sorry. We're on the outside of Seattle, just outside of Seattle, Washington. Yeah. But who's your boyfriend? This is my, yes, this is my handsome boy. This is my husband, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Paul. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you doing this evening? Doing great. Terrific. Well, thanks for thanks for your kind words and I'm honored that you watched the show. I I just means the world to me. Thank you so much. And all my team, we we work hard to put this show together every week, two twice a week actually. So, thank you so much. You got a question for me? Yes, uh, the last few years, I have just battled all kinds of chronic health issues, and I've always been very fit and healthy, so strange. And in the last year, my spine and like muscular skeletal, I can't even live my life anymore because it's just one thing after another. Every time we turn around and we can't figure out what's causing it, I eat the perfect diet, I do everything I'm supposed to do, we just, we're just at a loss because we just can't get me fully well. And a muscular skeletal seems to be like the primary thing, but I've even had seizures. I've had just everything, just oh, chronic God. pain. I'm so sorry. So are you in a lot of pain? Sorry? Are you in a lot of pain? I am constantly. Oh, goodness. And you, you kind of look like a movie star. So if you look that good in pain, I can't even imagine what you're going to look like once you get the pain handled. Oh, my goodness. Bless you for saying that. I feel 100 these days. So. Oh, no. All right. Let me get you on my radar. We'll see what's going on. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. 
heading up to you in Seattle. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. You look like, to me, Lori, you look like your spine curves to the right. Like if I'm looking at an x-ray at you from behind, you're curving to the right. So let's see what we can do to straighten that out. I see this healing a lot. And so imagine that there are metal rods on either side of your spine. And imagine that your spine is heated with a laser to make it pliable, similar to how a potter needs clay that they can mold to make whatever their creation is, whether it be a vase or a bowl or a figurine, whatever. And then imagine that the rod on the right, the rod on the left is stationary. Now, let me think. So you curve to the right. Yeah. So the rod on the left is stationary. The rod on the right is moving very slowly towards the left. So what it's doing is it's straightening your spine. Does that make sense so far? Are you with me? Okay. And then once it's in place, it just got in place, it goes into this groove that reminds me of a sliding glass door groove out to a patio or a porch or a balcony or something. And I can feel it snap into that groove, like when you're opening that sliding glass door. And then the laser is being applied again to set the healing, similar to how a potter would fire their creation to make it solid. And then I'm watching those rods, they just fall off. Have you ever seen the shuttle or an Apollo rocket take off where once it gets airborne, the the launch stand falls off to the side? Do you remember seeing that on TV? Maybe at some point, that's what this reminds me of. So that, and then they just disappear. So I've got that. All right. Now I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen. Your hip, you're you're a twisted sister. Your hips are totally twisted. Do you see a chiropractor? I don't. I they tried to adjust me and I was worse. Okay. I would try I would try that again with somebody else perhaps because your your pelvis is twisted to the right. So I'm watching it get put back in line. Now I'm watching a full body adjustment. So your legs are getting adjusted. This is an energetic chiropractic adjustment is what I'm watching in my mind's eye. And your knees, your ankles, your feet, all right, your hips were adjusted. Your back's been adjusted. Now I'm watching your neck get adjusted and your elbows. So total. when those hips got realigned energetically with that energetic adjustment. What happened, Lori, was energy shot from your feet up through the top of your head. So boom, you just lined up right away with that. Yeah. What are your doctors telling you? What are they saying? It's a mystery. We keep trying everything. I I don't do well with pain medicines either. So, and I've been practicing meditation, you know, seeking all things, uh, becoming my truest self, which is wonderful at this age. And I'm super happy. Everything else is perfect in my life. So this is so frustrating. I saw that you... <laughs> dipped the spine of someone or the skeleton and it healed like it's so much pain even elbows like I'm just riddled we can't 
understand why. Well, I'm looking, what I'm doing right now is I'm looking for arthritis. Is anybody telling you that this is arthritis? Part of the equation is arthritis? They said some, but just degenerative. And it, it doesn't, my low back in particular, there are, uh, they said bone spurs along my low back mm-hmm. that are also bothering me. It's just like a storm. <laughs> yeah, you got some... D- you got some disc stuff going on in your low back too. Schedule an appointment with me so I can I, we can work on this for an hour. You got a lot going on, and we can remove the bone spurs and the the arthritic arthritis. Looks like the white crunchy stuff that you see on a battery that's expired. Have you ever seen a flashlight battery maybe that's been in there for years and and then you get it out, it's got that white crunchy stuff on it. That's what arthritis looks like to me. And that's what it looks like on the monitors in surgery when a joint is scoped, same thing. So that's interesting too. So I hope that helps. I hope you feel better. I, I absolutely want to get on the calendar. So we were just going to do this first and then get on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And the the trick is get on the count. And I only talk about this on my show. This is like a secret agent information here for people that listen to my show. Get on my calendar and then in your confirmation emails, a reschedule button. Click on that periodically and then it will show you new dates and times as they become available because I'm scheduled out a little bit. But I promise you every week people get in within a matter of days when others reschedule because life happens. So just get the key is just get on my calendar and then we can we can go from there. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Thank you for your help. You are most welcome. Let's do the winner for this month, for October. And uh, this is how you can be considered to be a winner is you just leave a review anywhere you listen to the podcast on YouTube, any of the podcast channels, wherever. Just leave a review And we'd love to hear what your thoughts are, what you like, what you think of the show, stuff like that. And then each month on the first Thursday of the month, we'll choose a winner and I'll get you for a whole hour and it's free for you. It's a $250 session for free. So I give one away a month. And and I also give one away on my lives each month too on the fourth uh, Tuesday of the month. So I'm giving away 24 free sessions. If you say you can't afford a session, submit a, a review and come to my lives and you'll have a chance of winning one. So this month for October, our winner, I feel like we need a drum roll. I'll keep my day job. All right, let's see. This is from somebody that calls themselves White Gator. And White Gator says, Quote, Julie serves up a heaping serving of fun and inspiring insights. She really seems to care about the people calling. I do. And she has an engaging personality. It's interesting to hear all the different calls and her fun descriptions of woo-woo. Of course, it has sparkles. Yes, it does. I love her humor with sorority girls dealing with a breakup of a boyfriend using a four-letter word, which is next. And she says, LOL, she laughs about that. 
And then she says, I overlooked the fact that she went to the school in Ohio. That would be the Ohio State University. And she's laughing again. And she says, from a Michigander. So White Gator, you have won a free session with me. Please just go to AskJulieRyan.com and on the Ask Julie page and leave a note and say, hey, I won the free session for October and um, we will be in touch with you and we'll find a date and time that works with your schedule and mine. And I look forward to talking with you. Looks like our next caller is Cass. Hi, Cass. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm in Ventura. We just moved up here to the beach from Los Angeles because we're during the pandemic and we decided, okay, let's just stay. It's nice here by the beach. So we're in the process of beautiful of moving. I used yeah, to live in Westlake really, Village, not really too beautiful. far from you. What is? I used to live in Westlake Village, which is not too far from you. Is that where you are? No, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, but I used to live in Westlake Village in Ventura County. Yeah. Right, right, right. So you know the area. California, everybody. For those of you that don't know, she's in California, near kind of just a little bit north of Los Angeles. Well, thank you for calling on me. I mean, it's uh, this is kind of not interesting for everybody else, but it's... Um, I have I need some guidance with my health. I mean, I've been I've had a chronic illness after I got bit by Lyme 20 years ago. So I've had that post Lyme CFS, fibromyalgia, all that stuff and um through the years the only thing that's really helped me is um, some herbs. But for the for the last I, I you know, I'm old now <laughs> i'm gonna be 75 going on 15 in a couple of weeks and i just want to feel better my husband's gonna get his knees replaced and i got two old dogs and i just need energy and i just need to feel better and i know some of some of this problem is gut related because it's always bothering me and um um, I don't know what's left to do to to get some energy back and to get my body feeling better. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been to functional medicine doctors. I have a few good days, and then and then I just feel like crap. And I've got a lot of responsibilities. I have a kid who's going to get married soon, and I'm just scared to death that I'm not going to have the energy to to do what I know I need, need and want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, kind of a I'm, dead end here. I'm so sorry that you've been feeling poorly. Let me get you on my radar, Cass, and let me take a look at your GI tract and we'll see what's going on. Is that it's the Lyme symptoms are still it happening or would you say that you've gone, but it's very much like long COVID as a post post-infection and it's, it's whatever happens when you have an infection like that it just kind of breaks your body in a lot of ways you know it's it's odd because they haven't done a lot of research on Lyme disease and they are now because it's so much like long COVID something just 
happens to your immune system or, or something after the infection and your body's kind of never the same again. I mean, there's millions of people and, and, you know, it's, it's all, it's MS, it's ME, it's CFS, it's fibromyalgia. It's just fatigue, pain, and just feeling like crap all the time. And mm-hmm. there's just no help. Maybe there will be with this uh, long COVID affecting so many people, you know, because it's a real similar ailment, you know. But right. my, my guts have really been... Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to oh, good. California. Welcome. All right. Got you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, got you. Shooting energy from your feet out through the top of your head. Yeah, you're full of yeast, girl. You got yeast overgrowth. Did you have mold exposure when, about the time that you had the Lyme bite as well? Yeah, recently. That's interesting. Recently, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. So, been some plumbing issues here too. So, mm-hmm. so I'm clearing that out of your system. I'm going to stitch up your leaky gut. That is, it's not mm-hmm, absolutely energetically in it, and it looks like if your intestines were a plastic tube cast, and it looks like little tiny lacerations in your GI tract and your intestines. And they're not cuts, they're separations in the cell membrane, the wall. That membrane's only one cell thick, and they separate when there's inflammation. And then microscopic pieces of food and toxins from the gut, which is the sewer of the body, get into the bloodstream and the body says, oh crap, literally, we're under attack, batten down the hatches. And it makes us in a chronic immune response, which causes pain and causes all kinds of other problems when we're always in a state of inflammation. So I'm clearing it out. Couple of pointers. Uh, you want to stay low on the food chain. You probably know this. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. I would suggest doing the Viome test, V-I-O-M-E. Go to viome.com and then use the code Julie Ryan, J-U-L-I-E-R-Y-A-N. It's in the show notes too. It'll be in the show notes, the link. Cast. So do that. And um, it's going to test what the ecosystem is in your gut. It's Viome, V I V as in Victor, I O M E dot com. And then use the code Julie Ryan, J U L I E R Y A N together, no space at checkout. And that'll give you a huge discount. So there's that. Uh, it's going to tell you what your ecosystem is in your gut. And based on that, there's bazillions of critters in there. And based on what that makeup is, they're going to tell you, here are your superfoods. Here are the foods for you to avoid. Here's everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. So let's do the cast diet instead of the standard whatever diet. Let's do a diet that's specifically for you. Stay low on the food chain. Stay away from fermented foods. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, soy sauce. That's, that's interesting because they tell you eat all the fermented foods, you know. For- not, not when you have yeast overgrowth or mold exposure. 
because your gut's already a fermentation factory. So you want to stay away from that stuff, not for life, but certainly in the short run till you get well. And then you want to... I always wanted to be... Am I okay with gluten? That's always been a question mark. Anything that's refined, you want to stay away from sugar, anything that's refined because it just feeds the yeast. Right. They have a party in your gut. So you'll be able to go back to it. But in the short run, I would avoid it. If you're going to eat fruit, Cass, Cass, you want to peel it because there's tons of yeast on the peel. I don't expect you to peel a blueberry or a grape, but certainly you want to peel an apple, a peach, a pear, a plum, something like that. Freeze and reheat your leftovers because there's tons of yeast on leftovers that stay in the fridge overnight. Remember, yeast and mold are nature's garbage disposal. So you want to you want to minimize that as much as possible. And then you want to talk to your doctor about a medicine called Nystatin. And it's spelled N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. It's an antifungal that's found in the ground. And it works great. It's what they give babies for thrush. And it's in vaginal yeast cream, jockage cream, topical yeast cream. So you want to talk to your doctor about getting some of that. And that's going to help a lot. My doctor just recommended uh, this really interesting antibiotic that's uh, rem, rem something. Um, uh, it's called oh, Rifo. Rifo Rifaxmin, which kills the bad critters. That um, it's it's a, a, a kind of a directed antibiotic. It's a two week course. I was going to look into. Um, well, tell them you want some nice statin to go with it to keep the yeasties down. Because when you're on antibiotics, it what it does is it kills off good bugs that keep the yeasties in check. You already got yeasties anyways. So ask him if he'll write a prescription for nice dentin for you. The other thing is go to Dr. Amasanti, D-R-A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I.com. It's Dr. Maria Amasanti. She is the goddess of the gut. She is an Oxford-educated GP, MD. She's functional medicine, and she's a graduate of my class, so she does energy healing as well. She's won the trifecta, and she's fabulous. She will help you get your gut healthy. She's helped many, many people around the world. Pardon me? You can't just heal me right now? (laughs) I have. I've cleared it all, but it's got to integrate into your body and you've got to participate from the human side. I gotcha. So it's like, it's meat and veg you're saying, right? Yeah. Stay, stay low on the food chain. Do that biome test and then you'll get specific foods for you to eat. So I hope that works. Continue or consider scheduling an appointment with me and we'll have a whole hour to talk about all of this. And then we can do a deep dive. So thanks so much for calling, Cast. I appreciate it. And I hope you feel better. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. Come join me in Atlanta. Even if you don't want to do the training, come join us for the live. It's going to be a blast. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. 
Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.